brand new and exciting episode of our take on General Hospital. My name is Jonathan. I'll be your host today. And joining me, as always, we have Tony Ann and Tina. Hey, guys. Hello. Hello. All right. So we've got some exciting and sad news uh, to kick us off this week. Uh, first up, Jane Elliott is returning. Tina, how excited were you when you heard this news? Oh, I was so excited to hear the confirmation of this news. Um, uh, the picture that was released by ABC um, was just, it, it was just perfect. Um, I'm so happy to see Tracy uh, back on screen. I know that it's just a visit for the holidays, um, but it keeps the history and it really ties in with this week. Um, because she was mentioned on screen. A lot. Quite a bit. Quite I'm a bit. I'm excited, too. I've missed her. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, we Tracy brings out the best in Ned and Monica. Yes. yes. Um, she kind of turns Olivia in a little bit of a harpy. Uh, but Olivia is just pretty high strung anyway. Um. And I really want to see Tracy interact with our new Brooklyn. Yes. Oh, my God. That's going to be perfect. That was the thing is, like, you could feel her absence yeah. in all of those scenes. And it just didn't quite feel right. Well, I don't know that it didn't feel right. Um, it felt like something was missing, but I don't correct. think what we saw was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I did like the quick shot to Edward and Lila. Um, their picture on the mantle. Um, I, I don't like the new set revamp. Uh, oh, God, the wood paneling is so ugly. It's not even the wood paneling. I can't stand the curtains. <laughs> I was too busy looking at the wood paneling to notice the curtains, but the wood paneling is so ugly. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure what what happened there. Um, honestly, bring Tracy on for a few more episodes, and they could have saved the money on the revamp and just use the old set. I would have been fine with that. <laughs> yeah. Although, um, if Tracy come, walks in and goes, "What the hell did you do to my house?" All will be forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's what you know. What did you do to my house? No, it's my house. Yes, we know Alan gave it to you. We need the whole thing. Yes. <laughs> Which I think oh, I'm you're so definitely going to get because we even got a little bit of that this week. So, yep. I'm excited. Something I'm not excited about is confirmation that Rebecca Buttig is exiting as Aiden Barnes. Tony Ann, what do you think of this news? I wasn't surprised because I kind of had a feeling she was always temporary. Um, I was hoping I was wrong. So I was disappointed, but I wasn't surprised. Yeah, that was kind of where where I was, too. I, I'm sad because I want her on the show, but I'm not surprised because we didn't hear anything about her being on long term. But Tina, correct me if I'm wrong. This isn't a the way this exit's supposedly going to play out isn't a forever exit, right? That's not what I've heard. So I've heard that she can um, return at any point in time. I think the big question is, is she going to leave Violet behind? Um, 
I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I just thought she was going to, like I said it a couple weeks ago, I thought she was going to ditch her kid with Finn, but now I don't know if she's going to be leaving by choice. Yeah. So uh, I'm not sure. Um, not, you know, for as much as I don't know that the casting of Violet was perfect. Um, the girl, the actress herself is adorable. So um, cute. So I'm okay to keep her on my screen. Um, I don't know. I, I've always had my issues with the character of Hayden. Um, but I do like Rebecca Budig, so. And I hate that Liz is losing a supportive family member. Ah, well, if she gets Franco back, you know. She can only have one at a time. That's the way that works. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of limited. <laughs> okay. Well, let's dive into the story real quick. So, Sam, I'm sorry, I had to ask that. Um, Sam was convicted and sentenced to two years in, in Pittenville. Um, yeah, I didn't think that was where this was going to go. Um... I wasn't sure at first either. Uh, Sam looked like she couldn't give a crap less about Uh, where she was going. I I mean, let's call a spade a spade. Um, Kelly Monaco seems to have been phoning it in for a while. Yeah. Um, So it it definitely kind of came across. uh, Honestly, the only time she showed any emotion was thinking about the kids and not wanting the kids to visit her. Um, Which... As a mom, yeah, I don't know that I would want my kids visiting me in prison. Um, so I completely understood that. Yeah. Just, I don't know. I wasn't, I, I don't know. I, I, I watch these scenes and, you know, and of course there's the whole, oh, they're going to try for an appeal. They're going to try to, you know bargain for you know a re- you know parole and 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 this and I- i'm almost to the point lock her up for two years and throw away the key we'll see her in two years but we know there's too many people in pentonville for that to happen so i think we'll be seeing her interacting with people in pentel pentonville shortly and also too i just keep flashing back to michael getting sentenced for two years in may and he was out of jail by july when he, you know, when he, he went to jail for killing Claudia, he was sentenced in May and out by July. So I don't think she'll be serving the full two years at all, which kind of also made it hard for me to engage in this. On top of the fact that Kelly Monica wasn't engaging, I also knew that she probably wasn't going to serve her full sentence anyway. Right. It's hard to – it's kind of like death in soaps. Like I don't believe it's going to happen, so I don't believe anything. Well, it's, it's like how many people happen. actually really believe that Cassandra is really dead. I want I mean, her to be dead because I can't stand her, but I don't actually think she's dead. She might be, but no. I don't think so either. But I will say the ramifications of Sam being sentenced to two years in jail for Jason have actually almost been worth it. Because I liked his scenes with Carly reacting to it and like trying to process everything. And then the scenes with Monica and Danny too, 
like it feels like he's actually having to reevaluate his choices in a way he's never had to before. And I really enjoyed that progression. I I really enjoyed Monica saying to him, mm-hmm. let me finish. You really need to be careful of what you do and what decisions you make that might, you know, have you be killed or might, um, you know, put, put you, in, you in prison because you are the only parent that these two children have. And, and, you know, and she acknowledged that Scout was not his, but that her father is dead. He needs to be there. And, and let's be honest, he was always more of a parent to Michael than an uncle. True. Um, so he needs to treat Scout the way he treated Michael. Which I'm sure he will. Yep. But it, it was just kind of very sobering that someone actually put it to him. And she wasn't screaming that he needed to change his life. No. And she wasn't screaming that he needed to do different things. She was letting him know the ramifications of what his actions would be in the future. Which Carly had already kind of put in his head in the first conversation that they had. So it was kind of already there. And then and then Monica just kind of reinforced it. But I also I kind of said this before we started recording. I would love to see him move into the Quartermain mansion, because if you think about it, all of the reasons that he had to leave the Quartermain mansion are kind of gone. Like there's nobody there who openly objects to his lifestyle anymore and isn't trying to change him into being something that he's not. Everybody in that house will accept him for who he is and he won't have to fight them as much as he did when the accident happened. Does that make sense? Yep. 100%. And those, I don't know why, but Jason this week was different for me. He, he was the most Jason he's been in a long time. Like this for me was almost kind of had remnants to how he was after the accident. Tina, do you remember how confused he was about yes. life after the accident how, and how things didn't make sense to him and he couldn't process things? And and and, and he latched on to certain people and those are the people that really helped him. I feel like we were getting um, remnants of that. Because he latched on to Sonny, he latched on to Robin. Carly. Carly. Um, Lila and Emily that was basically his circle of people back then right so Emily is gone Lila is gone Robin is currently out of the picture although all it needs is a phone call Um, but I really enjoyed his interaction with Carly and it was kind of funny uh, because I have a very love-hate relationship with Carly same um, I have that same love-hate relationship with Sonny. So when you put them together, I just want to hit fast forward. Um, However, um, her scenes with uh, Jason, it's you not only see the friendship, you saw the history. um, And the chemistry. And you saw the hints of chemistry that I honestly think that the um, characters have been fighting for you know what 20 something years yeah I mean they did sleep together once 
way back in the day. More than once under. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, they, you know, there was something there back in the day. Um, I, I would probably, I think I would actually enjoy seeing something again. Um, and, and I really enjoyed the argument between Sonny and Carly. That's yes. what I was going to ask, because they definitely set the groundwork in place because Carly was even throwing up names that I'd kind of forgotten about. Well, you know, most women have a long memory when they're cheated on and, um, and disrespected and, and not that Carly is any kind of a saint. Oh no, but she owns her crap. That's the thing. Carly owns her shit. Well, and like she said, my list is going to be shorter than yours. Yeah. I will say I did kind of understand Sonny's point of view when it comes to Jax coming after him. Well, a little bit because when when Sonny was on trial for Claudia's murder, Jax was the one who got the federal prosecutor changed out. And he didn't care what that did to Michael or Morgan. Right. Oh, no, 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 no. And I completely understood where the argument started. Because the argument started about keeping secrets. Because he overheard part of a phone call. Okay. But it evolved. You know. And, and he actually made the comment. Does Jason know what you're hiding from me? It, it was that. Jealousy of the relationship that. Carly and Jason share which has never really been there before because I mean heck even last year under the other writers it was coming across to me when Carly was going through all that stuff with Nell Sonny seemed disinterested in all of it because Jason was there and he knew Jason Correct. would handle it and Jason has always been his go-to to keep Carly under wraps and now all of a sudden he has an issue with it it was kind of odd. So I'm not the only one who noticed that, right? Yes. Okay. Just making sure. Oh, no. That was very abundantly clear. I mean, so. it doesn't mean that they're going to go anywhere with it. But, but I mean, not for nothing. Our speculating hasn't been too far off the mark of late. So No, no, it has not. We'll, we'll, we'll get, get to, to that, that later. <laughs> so, TJ and Finn... Confirmed that Alexis has thallium poisoning. Let's get this out of the way real quick. I legit forgot this happened until you put it on the outline. I think it was like Monday or whatever. It feels Monday like it was like Tuesday. a week ago. Yeah. So she but I literally forgot this happened. There we go. She doesn't understand how. Huh. Well, none of them seem to understand how she has it. <laughs> I wonder who's going to figure out it's in the protein shakes first. Uh, that I don't know, but I mean... I um, wonder if, if Alexis is going to put two and two together because Julian was talking about dead rats in his dumpster because he thinks Olivia did it. Right. So I wonder what she's going to think. I have no idea. Um, I do know that Finn did give the results to Chase. Oh, yes, we did see that, didn't we? Yes, we did. Um, I, I love that there are more things happening on screen. Because let's be honest, that whole Chase Finn scene was all about him being an uncle, finding out from Robert, you know, 
hearing stories about the tea party and his niece. And I love that scene. It, it I love that really scene so great much. Scene. And then at the very end, he gives them the results. And it's like, huh. Purpose. So the police are involved. And this is not completely happening in a vacuum. Like a lot of stuff has been happening in the past on GH. I, I really enjoyed that little, oh, yeah, you're my brother. Let's have this conversation. And then at the very end, you are a cop. Here's the results. Let's see what happens. You know? I liked it. Me too. But then again, GH has been so things happening in a vacuum or not on screen for so long that when I'm seeing these little things in front of me, it makes me happy. Oh, yeah, totally. (laughs) Well, did seeing Stella and Mike again make you happy? No, that made me sad. Well, it it made me sad. But... Because the whole that this whole storyline is moving into a really sad phase. But yeah, thank God it's but, picking up a back up a realistic phase. Correct. It lost yes. Me for a while with the whole. Like, oh yeah, that that marriage thing mystery. was so offensive. Marriage, like the marriage thing, wasn't offensive because I could see that happening. But the murder mystery and tying it into all that old stuff, I didn't care for. But this. Like, this arc, I think, is going to break my heart. Well, I was just, one, they brought her, they brought, you know, Stella in for a short visit. So she's touching on the important people in her life. Curtis, Jordan, to a lesser extent, TJ, and Mike. She was very involved in Mike's diagnosis. She was very involved in his initial phases of treatment. And it was interesting to see, um, and sometimes this is very common in Alzheimer's patients, the ones who see them every day don't notice the extent of the The deterioration. And someone who hasn't seen them in a little bit sees it all. Because they can only compare to the last time they've seen him. Right. So um, I thought her visit was very appropriate. I thought her going to see Sonny and Carly was very appropriate. Um, uh, Great scenes. Yes. Great scenes all the way around. And a beautiful way to pick up the rest of the storyline. Because at some point in time, we're going to need to completely say goodbye to Mike. Oh, I'm not ready for that. Even if it's just a goodbye to the Mike we know, we knew. I'm so not ready for that. I'm not saying that we need to kill off the character because there are people that live many, many years, you know, just completely in the past. No, I know. And I've kind of seen it happen in my own family. So I'm just like not ready for it at all. But for people who have lived through having an Alzheimer patient, um, a family member, it is nice to see them playing out all these beats. Exactly. Which is why to all the people who are complaining, like, why isn't Mike dead yet? I'm like, this is a very realistic story for the most part. Like all the other stuff that happened aside. I, I it mean, it's taking it taking this long is unfortunately normal. And, and, and this is a beat that I think 
was missing and I was really happy to see it. Um, so I was very happy to see um, Stella's return. I know it was very, it's supposed to be a very short return, but I was glad to see her um, interact with all these other characters on the canvas that they're connected with. Yes. Any, any visits from Stella, I'm always down to have. So she did a good job. She even made me like everything going on with Ashford's, even though I mm. don't. Well, Vernie Watson's amazing. Yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I actually cared about Jordan for the 2.5 seconds they shared scenes. Uh, No. Mm. Next. (laughs) Somebody else that I don't care about. Uh, Kim left. Bye. 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 See ya. But before she left, Franco made the decision he's going to have to, or Drew made the decision he's going to have the surgery and go back to being Franco. I loved Well, th- he made the scenes. decision to have the surgery. We don't know how it's going to turn out. True. But at this point, we can all assume he's going to go back to being Franco. I think it would be so much better if he becomes some sort of weird hybrid Merge. that everybody has to, like, live with. Yes. I don't see... I don't see... I mean, they could, I, but... I don't see I it also, happening either, I but... I didn't see them actually going this route. I figured he was going to be a blank slate or Franco when he initially woke up after the procedure was done. I didn't think GH had the balls to go here. So... Well, who knows? Maybe maybe they'll continue to surprise us. But I will say this... Him coming to terms with the decision, and not so much the scenes with Kim, because I could have done without those she can go off a cliff but his scenes with elizabeth those scenes when he was telling her like i have no right to keep this life otherwise i'm as bad as the people who did this to us for some reason i was really affected by those scenes well you know it kind of started with his scenes with scotty that we discussed last time yes um and then it kind of continued And it was really pretty amazing because you saw some growth in Elizabeth that she shouldn't have tried to do all the things that she did, even though she was desperate. She did admit that some of those things were not the right things to do. Yeah. So it's always nice when a, a, a character acknowledges their errors. And I think my favorite line out of those scenes was when he said, you love Franco so much that there was a line you wouldn't cross. After everything you tried to do to get him back, you love him enough to not cross the line of telling me about our history. And that line, oh, that line hit different for me. Well, I, you know, I almost think that it's not that she wouldn't cross it. I think it's she didn't think of it. (laughs) No, she said she almost thought about it. I know, but. You know, you kind of looking back, I'm going, no, I don't think you ever really did. But maybe you did. I don't know. Um, I still can't believe they found a way to make the worst story of 2018 actually mean something. Well, so far, um, I I like where the new writers have taken this story. I'm interested to see how he's going to turn out, which I can honestly tell you a month ago, I really didn't care. Me either. I checked out of the story the minute he woke up, honestly. <laughs> I was I was all in on it 
when like when he went and he rescued Cameron and like he was still unconscious and I was interested to see who he was going to be when he woke up the minute he woke up said he was Drew and started talking like he lived in the south I was like okay no I'm done (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny how accents drive people nuts (laughs) more that it came in and out for me yes yes the lack of cohesiveness I agree it was there all the time I think I could have bought it but Whatever. I'm just excited to see the next arc of this story because I'm I'm over the Druco aspect of it. Yeah, Frank and Drew's got to go. So, Valentin, um, <laughs> and Hayden the struck up a deal. To go. Um, and can we pause and talk about that scene where <laughs> this like three company sitcom was being shot? As Nicholas loomed right behind with, uh, with the, poker. the fire poker and then kind of tiptoed back out. Back around the corner. Like, that was. Oh, dear Lord. What? Who allowed that to happen? I um, was rooting for the fire poker. <laughs> I, I was just like. So I sat there, right? And I'm watching the scene and I'm going, okay, if your plan all along was just to kill Valentin. You could have already done it much more quietly in a much better way. Okay. The whole point of having Hayden and Jax involved, which then brought Laura and Curtis into things, was that Nicholas should not be scrounching around Windermere because he could be seen. Right? Mm-hmm. So him going to Windermere was just dumb. But then again, Nicholas has done nothing but do dumb things. But he he thought that Charlotte saw him, right? That's why he went. He knew she'd seen him, but she hadn't told anybody about seeing him. Yes, she did. She did said she? she she said to somebody she saw a man. I think she might have said it to Laura and they said he was a dock worker or something. Right. So he was already excused. That's what I'm saying. Like, because I don't think she knew, knows who Nicholas is. No, I don't think she does either. So why he felt the need to go and see Charlotte. I. It's another silly thing uh, I, I mean it's going to be a comedy of errors now until he's discovered I feel um, like at this point they had to have him there so he could fig- like so he could overhear the Hayden Valentine conversation oh, well, that's that's what that all was about that, that was exactly what that whole thing was about um, because he could have snuck right back out the way he came in the first time but no he grabs the fire poker he goes around the corner he listens to the whole Hayden conversation and then he sneaks out the secret way by put and then puts the fire poker back no less but i would have like once he realized that hayden was at the door i would have stayed and listened too i mean if the person you're working with is is now you know cavorting with the enemy you've got to find out why well he overheard the phone call so he knew that you know because hayden tried to argue with valentin she didn't want to go to windermere Yes. So he kind of pushed her into going over. And then, um, I, you know, Valentin thinks that 
you know, Hayden's going to take the bait. I really don't think Hayden's going to. But maybe that's how Hayden exits. I don't know. Maybe she will take the money and run. Didn't we see something in last week's promo that was supposed to air but probably didn't because of the preemptions that Valentine takes Hayden hostage? I thought I had seen something like that. I thought, but I wasn't sure. Um, but yeah, he, he, he was looming there like a cartoon character and, and, and it was pretty annoying. Yeah. At this, like I said to somebody on Twitter earlier today that, that he has absolutely no idea how to be fake dead. <laughs> he doesn't know how to be fake dead. And for all that he's Cassidyne, he doesn't know how to be evil either. And you know what? He didn't know how to really be evil under Tyler either. Evil was not something Nicholas ever did well. No. No. But you would think getting thrown out of a, a building down into the rocks and water below would teach you how to be a little evil. I almost am happy that they didn't take him the fully evil route with the recast. Because arguably it would have been more believable coming from a oh, new actor. ultimate revenge. Yeah. But I like that they're keeping him at the attempting to be evil, but not really like succeeding, <laughs> succeeding and keeping him true to character in that way. I, I just love how everybody is cottoned on to the painting now. Yeah. You know, and, and Ava, Ava's just being her little self. And you know what? Some I know someone on Twitter said something about why hasn't she signed herself out yet? Because you can't sign yourself out when you sign yourself in. Well, usually after a certain amount of time, you can. Um, however, um, I think that's the safest place for her. <laughs> well, yeah, because right now she, you know, she's not going to be hounded by people. Well, she is being hounded by visitors, but she can chase them out. Um, you know, I don't think anybody's coming to get her. You know, Sonny's giving her the benefit of the doubt. She's seeing Avery. I mean, I think this is the best Ava's had it in a while. Uh, yeah, she's not constantly getting crapped on. And she's not getting crazy letters from Crazy Ryan. So, hey, it's the safest place for her to be. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, 100%. And I just, I like more West. So that's it. Like, just her in the scene made me happy. So. Oh, her and Valentin. Oh, that was... Oh, there was some chemistry there. Holy crap. You know what? This was the week of unexpected chemistry, but we'll talk about the other half of the unexpected chemistry in a minute. But Some moments, you know, there's chemistry and I just shake my head. And not, you know, not for nothing, Valentin and Ava teaming up might be, like, really interesting. When he got up, when they got up in each other's faces, oh my god. I was like, oh, wow, there never used to be chemistry here. Yeah, where'd that all come from? <laughs> yeah. Literally yeah. out of the blue. And I think it's hilarious that she told him that she saw Nicholas. And he completely, you know, it, but, oh, you know, yeah, it's hallucinations. I'm taking hallucination uh, medication to take the hallucinations away. Like, <laughs> it was just really funny because so now he's been told that Nicholas has been seen. And he, of course, doesn't believe it at all. Well, he doesn't because if Nicholas is alive, then that means that he loses everything. So he's going to just assume that she's crazy because it makes things better for him. 
Right. It's just, it, I've always loved when a character is let in on the secret, but they don't believe it or they are led to not believe it, but like they know about it. You know, it's just, it's one of those like little things that soaps like to use that I really enjoy. Yes. So you've been mentioning it. Let's dive into it. Uh, Nina made a confession to Jax and we called it. She's playing Valentin and plans to break up with him on their wedding day. On New Year's Eve. New Year's which, Eve. Yeah, we we definitely called that. And thank God she's not stupid. Well, let me rephrase. Thank God she started out to not be stupid. However, I think her stupidity is creeping back in because she kept talking in the past tense and I wanted to strangle her. All right. So I think what's happening is that she had this big grand plan uh, getting back at Valentin. And then Charlotte got kidnapped. And she saw what to me is Valentin's only redeeming quality besides the fact that he can sing. Um, is that he seems to actually care about his kid. So she saw that panicked father and I think she started doubting her plan a little bit, which I can understand. And they were laying it on pretty thick when they were reading that book. And she goes, Papa, I won't, I don't know what I would do without you. And I'm just like, Oh Lord, here we go. However, I, I, I do think that in the end, her plan is going to win out. Yes, please, um, God. I, I don't know if anyone else really picked up on exactly what Jax was putting down there. Oh, I did. Because <laughs> he was putting himself up as an alternative. And I am all in on it. This is the first time I have seen chemistry between Ingo and Cynthia. Well, here's the thing. We missed their conversation after the wedding. We missed most of that conversation. Well, we saw most of it. We know we didn't because, as she said, that, you know, they discussed Valentin being behind the whole thing. Back then. And I don't recall them talking about that. I do, kind of. Not not to the extent they were talking about, which leads me to believe that part of their conversation we did not see. Or they're just kind of, you know, backfilling it. Um, I, I, I don't know. I just I got I got this feeling that there was more in the scenes the that night after of the wedding than what we originally saw. And yes, definitely way more chemistry than I even thought was going to be possible because for um, as much as I love Cynthia, she really hasn't had a lot of chemistry with anybody. With no. At all. No. You know, which has been kind of awkward. The most I've enjoyed her would have been scenes with Charlotte, but this, those scenes with Jax, I was like, okay, I could be here for this. And I like that Jax's perspective has kind of changed and he said to Nicholas, you have until New Year's Eve to get this together. Otherwise, I'm blowing up your spot. And I also love the fact that Jax picked up 
on his history. Because let's be honest, he, he's been down this road with Brenda. He's been down this road with Carly. Yeah. And I like that the, the good father line was kind of like a trigger for him. She, he's like, no, I, I, I've seen where this goes. I've seen people use their kids to manipulate people into staying with them. I don't want to see that happen to you. Yep. So, um, and I think he gave her a lot to think about. Um, and I actually think that Nina is so wrapped up in the Charlotte fear and the Valentin hate that she's, I think, questioning what her other emotions are. So maybe questioning whether or not what she's feeling for Jax right now is real. But I don't think she'll lose Charlotte if she walks away from Valentine. I don't think Lulu would take Charlotte away from her. No, but Valentin would. He has issues sharing with Lulu. You really think he's going to share with Nina when Nina's embarrassed him to kingdom come? True. No. God, I can't wait for the wedding. Now I see the their other wedding. I was dreading because I wanted like the secret to just come out and just have it be done. This wedding, I can't wait for. I love the fact that the secret springboarded more story. Yes, it's been a while since that happened because GH of the last couple of years, when a secret finally does come out, because it takes so damn long to come out. One, nobody cares, and two, everybody forgets about it. It means nothing by the time it actually comes out. Now things are starting to mean something. Right. Because they, you know, Sasha outed herself with Lulu's help. Boom. The secret's out. But not the whole secret, but a good portion of the secret. Enough for Nina to cotton on to what the heck is going on. So now it kind of starts a new thing. And it you know, gives and it gives Cynthia also some material to kind of make her own because now this half of the entire story is, is hers. All, is all hers. There's no remnants of Michelle anywhere on this. Right. And I and I'm starting to um really warm up to it. Yes. Um although I had to laugh. Because there was a moment that Jax dropped the invitation like onto the table, and it almost looks like it got swallowed up by the the moss pot on his <laughs> table. <laughs> and, and someone on Twitter was like, "Ooh, moss pot ate an invitation!" But then, of course, the invitation still popped back out. But it did look like for a minute that it it swallowed the invitation. That just would have been hilarious. <laughs> that really would have been because then you would have known they would have been trolling us at that point. <laughs> I I don't know if I'm looking forward to this wedding as much as the last one. So you said you're looking forward to it more, Tonya, but the reason I'm not is because it's so far away. It really isn't, though. It's It's only a month. Exactly, because November's basically over. It's only a month. Um, Hopefully we won't have any hearings to do any interruptions or, you know, preemptions or any of that stuff. Um, And I feel like a lot of story is converging on New Year's Eve because you're going to have Nina, you know, turning on Valentin. You're going to I think Nicholas is going to come out New Year's Eve by, you know, by hook or by crook. 
um, I think we'll finally get behind this codicil, whatever the heck it is. I, I feel like literally everything's building to kind of everything's building to New Year's Eve. And I feel like New Year's Eve is kind of going to be like this New Year's is going to mean something. Last New Year's didn't mean anything. Right. And New Year's Eve is on a Tuesday. Christmas is on the Wednesday before. So I'm going to assume New Year's Eve is going to start on Thursday, the 26th. And we're going to get Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday. Yes. At least like four days. And we don't know how much of the Nina Valentine stuff is actually going to play between now and then. It might seem like a long time, but if they don't play that up a lot in the next few weeks, it really won't feel like that long at all. Right. Fair yes. Point. So I'm, I'm telling you, I don't think it's going to be as long as you think it is. It just feels like it's forever. But and 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 you know, well, we haven't talked about yet at this point. Um, I thought the Brad Lucas fight was huge. Oh yes, that fight was so good. Um, because Lucas is just trying to figure out what Brad is talking about, and Brad just wants him to acknowledge that he's doing things too, even though he has no clue what they are. <laughs> it was kind of an interesting kind of fight. Um, something I I I would definitely see married couples having. Yes. Um. So yay for something a little bit more realistic between that and Carly Sunny going at it. Like I, I felt like those fights would happen in real life. Yeah, and also it's nice that Brad and Lucas are like characters that I feel are actually getting an investment rather than you know just people that are there. Right. They're no. They're getting an actual what feels like story rather than being the token gay couple. Right. And it, it's nice to actually see them together because for the longest time, we only saw one half of them at a time. Correct. Um, yeah. It, 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 and it was it, it was interesting to see their little fight. Um, and, and Lucas, you know, pointing out it, it's been forever since I've seen you go a week without anxiety or stress or I mean. Brad is going to crack. Absolutely. And I want them to circle. I mean, I know that they like because of the secret, it's probably not going to. But I would almost really like them to circle this back around to the fact that he watched their first child die. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, that that baby just died. He'd for only no had him for hours. You know, sudden infant death syndrome, whatever you want to call it. He was just gone. He was gone. And he and in in his grief, he made he made a horrible decision. I mean, but I, and I feel like that's where all this anxiety is coming from. I feel like that's why he had such a hard time attaching to Wiley in the beginning and why he's so afraid of losing Wiley because he knows what that's like. He already went through this once before. Yep. De definitely. And and that's a beat that's been missing up till now. I feel like. Yeah. I um, feel like that's been missing this entire story. Right. And and it, it's nice to kind of see it start to like shine through. And then of course, um, 
Julian just turning the light out and turning his back on him. Oh, my God. Which I don't blame him for, honestly. At this point, Julian's best bet is to kind of just wash his hand of the entire situation. Well, Julian was just making bad choices all day between trying to give money to Brooklyn and <laughs> yeah. know, the whole stripper thing. And God, I wanted them to screw on that bar. Julian and Brooke. <laughs> yeah. But then, of course, she's calling Sonny Uncle Dimples. And I'm like, no, I, I really don't want to see her with Julian or Sonny. Yeah, no, go, go away. Go so, away. Are you guys really enjoying New Brooklyn? Yes. 100% yes. all in. Give me everything. I like her so far, but I need to see what the story is, if that makes sense. Like, I'm I'm here for it, but I want to see where we're I going. Really, I think she's in on whatever Nicholas is doing. I think that's why she's back in town. That makes sense. That makes total sense. And I literally forgot about the whole Brooke, Lulu, Dante thing until there was that weird tension between Olivia and Brooke. Yep. And the fact that she took Leo in for a little bit. Yeah. When what, all that other stuff was happening. What I was going to ask, I, I know there was a reason and I completely forget what it is. Do you remember what that was? Um, It was when jeez. Uh, I knew what it was yesterday when <laughs> I watched the episode. Um, I know. I wasn't it when she were they um, trying to protect him? Yeah, I think she had. She went on the run to keep him hidden from Julian, right? Yep. Hmm. I don't remember. I don't either. I'm trying to remember who Olivia was hiding from. I want to say it was Julian. I think she was literally hiding. It might have been. I'm trying to think. Um... When... Oh, I'm like trying to like really remember and I knew was it towards the end of when she was having hallucinations yeah I'm looking I'm looking up her story real quick to see what it is no the hallucinations were after after um, I remember Olivia temporarily leaving town. And I just don't remember why. But she, uh, you know, obviously hid with Brooklyn. And I think Brooklyn was in Italy at the time. For some reason, that's sticking in my mind. I sh- I hate this because I remembered that this yesterday. Right. Well, you know what? That's why we're doing a podcast. So you, the listeners, if you guys remember, you know what? Tweet us. Let us know. And we'll discuss it next episode and bring it up on the show. Yes, because so, as soon we as we end the show, I'm probably going to remember. Exactly. Yep. That's the way it's going to work. But you know what? We'll, we'll get back to it next time. That's what's there for. So 
is there anything else gh wise you guys want to tackle before we bounce no i think we pretty much tackled everything yeah i mean uh i there was something i wanted to talk about now i don't remember what wait 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 anna and 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 hayden that conversation we never touched on it that's it (laughs) (laughs) i knew there was something i wanted to touch on okay so what about that how much did you squee when she's like it didn't really affect robin i loved it I love the whole confrontation, but my, but, and I said this on Twitter, my thing was the difference between why Anna did it and why Hayden did it is Anna did it for, to protect Robin. Hayden did it because she was stood up. Well, you got to realize Robin didn't even know Anna was her mom. Cause not only did she keep her away from Robert, she did keep her away from herself. She thought love was a friend. Right. Cause she called her love. Yes. So, It was different. Now, the end result is the same. You're keeping a child away from their parent. And I like that Anna told Finn about the conversation. And she was up front and said, look, I don't trust Hayden. And Finn is like, I don't either. The fact that I have Violet now doesn't take away the years that I didn't. Correct. Um. So it was nice that they're not keeping secrets, which is a refreshing change. Yes. Um, but I, I did like the fact that, you know, because when Anna started down that line of questioning, I literally wanted to, like, reach through the TV and be like, what are you doing? And then, you know, Hayden comes at her. And, 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 you know, it was like, oh, at least somebody remembered history because sometimes people like to forget, especially on this show. We're not used to them actually being remembering it. Right. Because not for nothing, the the following scene Anna had because, you know, she sat at that bar for hours. <laughs> oh, I, I guarantee you, Finola Hughes only worked one day that week. And then, you know, she's sitting there with Jason and she's talking about how he's going to be brilliant as a father. That is not something that. Anna would be saying like why would really? Anna go to Jason in the first place that well I, I, I honestly this is the time if they ever want to really turn Jason legit now is the time make him a WSB give him a badge or something because no, he... give him a badge either a police or a, a federal agent or whatever at this point let's just make him legitimate and then he can still go around threatening people with a gun. <laughs> or even if, or even if he decides to become private investigators with Curtis or something, just give him something legitimate to do for the sake of his kids. Yeah, no, that 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 led to bad things with um Sam. Oh, speaking of there was one other thing. I'm reading through my notes. Um the conversation that Jason and Carly had where Carly was like I would have told Sam but she wouldn't listen. Maybe she'll listen now. I didn't see. I liked the first half of that conversation where Carly said, this is Sam's choices got us here because she's right. It was all Sam's choices. But the last half of that, the line you just said goes against 
everything she has said the last two years since Jason's been back. Yep. I'm going to attribute it to a writer shifting the character back to what she always should have been saying and that these last two years never should have happened. But it was still random and weird. Agreed. Because you can't just do a heel turn like that. You have to actually, like, <laughs> we've, we've seen this, right? We, we saw these conversations. We've watched the show changing that dynamic. It's just odd for it to be all of a sudden. But, like you said, it's it's putting things the way that it's supposed to go. I I don't know. I, I, I want Jason to be legitimate, like you said, and I want Jason and Carly to hook up. That's my hope. Yes. And the actors want it. So give it to them, honestly. Yeah, I, I think I'm done with this retread of Sonny and Carly. And I really don't want to see Carly and Jax round whatever either. I'd be fine with Carly, or Carly and Jax or actually Carly and Jason. Either one. Just get her away from Sonny. Right. But I think I'm actually getting to a point that I really want to dig Jason. I mean, uh, Jax and Nina. Mm. And that's mm. different, Maybe. and that's new. Yes. I want to try it, at least. So yes. I, I want to see it. So mm. I can't, I'm not going to see it if Jax is with Carly, because Jax ain't that kind of guy. No, exactly. he's never been that kind of guy. So, so let's do that first. And then if it doesn't work out, he's, he's always got Carly. She'll always be around. Right. Uh, all right. Well, on that note... What do you guys rate this week? Uh, Tina, why don't we start with you? I, I think we are getting get, getting very closer to that seven. Not quite there, but so like 6.5, 6.75. I mean, we're almost at that seven. I, I really enjoyed this week. Um, I, I really hated having to hunt for episodes <laughs> that's that's exhausting yes the momentum um, shift was just not these hearings just stalled all momentum yep so tony Ann, what do you give this week um i think i'm actually gonna give it an eight and a half it was really good for me this week wow that's it was wow. really good, and I was really excited to watch it. And the way I knew I was excited to watch it is when Tuesdays was interrupted halfway through, and Tuesday was the day that Franco, uh, Frank and Drew and Liz had that conversation. When that was interrupted halfway through, I literally cursed at my television because I was so mad. Well, I was I, I had gotten home, and I was watching it on the DVR, and of course it died, right? And, and, and the on-demand doesn't have new episodes until like 9 p.m., and I'm like, and it's like four in the afternoon. I'm like, oh, this stinks. I got to wait. Because <laughs> I had to wait for the that, episode to be available on demand. That's a nice feeling to have. It's way different than we were even two months ago. So Hell, even two weeks ago. All right. So back at the end of May, beginning of June, at one point in time, I had 40 episodes piled up on my DVR. I remember you said that. Yeah. Yeah. And I did bang them all out. God help you. But it was painful and excruciating. And, uh, you know, it's like I look back on it now and I'm going, oh, I couldn't I couldn't do that now. Mm -mm. Nope. 
Nope. And of nope. course, when I watch them on demand, I have to watch the commercials. I can't fast forward. Oh. Nuts. See, that's why you need Hulu. Ugh. All right. Well, for me, I'm going closer to Tina, and I'm going to go with six. It. I think it, I. This was just a building week for me. So like, I enjoyed it, but I didn't. There's nothing that I absolutely loved. Nothing absolutely hated. It just kind of was a week, which is okay. Well, um, to me, these to goes. these building weeks are important they and are. something that has been very missing oh, because we saw little things this week that I think are going to be very important later on. Exactly. It actually feels like a soap again. Mm-hmm. Starting to. Starting. Almost there. We're, we're getting there. Well, on that note... Thank you guys for listening. You can follow us at Artic Media. The podcast is at ArticMedia.com. You can follow Tony Anna XO, Tony Roni XO. Tina is at Tina OLTL. And I'm at SoapWiki John. Until next time, see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.